You know I'm back, like I never left. I never left. Another sprint, another step, another step, another day, another breath. Another breath. Been chasing dreams, but I never slept. Welcome to the first episode of Second Chance Dreamers with me, Christina Clemente. I just wanted to give you guys a little introduction before I let you listen to the first episode that I ever recorded. I had recorded that on my iPhone. I've since upgraded to a mic. Don't get me wrong, the iPhone is a great thing to record on, but I needed an upgrade. And my audio is kind of poor. I sound kind of low. I was on this creaking chair, but it was pretty hard for me to record my story, to get vulnerable, and really reveal what I'm going through and why I decided to start this podcast. So bear with me through that. My goal is to interview a new person each week and ask them how they took a second chance to chase their dreams. I think it's really motivating and inspiring for me. It's something that I'm looking to do for myself, and I just want to encourage everybody out there to do the same. So with that said, here is the first episode I ever recorded of Second Chance Dreamers. And cut me a little slack, okay guys? And stay tuned to the next episodes where I interview some amazingly courageous people who took a second chance on themselves. Here we go. Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of Second Chance Dreamers, a new podcast about people taking a second chance on themselves to chase their dreams. My name is Christina Clemente, and I just wanted to give you a little background about who I am. I'm a dog mom of two beagle rescues, and I'm married to the love of my life. We live in New York, and I was a teacher for 10 years, and now I am not. So I kind of want to give you a little background about who I am, where I come from, and why I'm starting this podcast. I grew up loving art, photography, reading all the time, and I was just always very creative. My dream was to do something in art. I was very visual. I had grown up with my mom who was a painter and artist. She had a great arts and crafts room and it just really fostered my creative growth. So my dream was to do something in art like be a painter or a writer and an illustrator for kids books. Something that just had me always working with my hands and You know, when I grew up, I didn't know what that was going to look like for me. Because my parents wanted me to have a more conservative job, I thought that I had to mix in my love of art with something else. So when I approached my parents about what I should go to school for, and I said I wanted to do something with art, and my parents say they don't call it starring artists for nothing. You can go to school for something, and you can do art on the side. Like, it'll always fulfill you if you do it outside of your work so just focus on doing something else so i went to the university of Cortland for psychology i had an interest in that because i took it as a college course in high school and i really thought that i was going to kick ass in psychology so i went for it and then when i went to college it was completely different it was failing within like the first month and i just felt like i had no hope in the subject matter i heard it was a really tough bachelor at the school so i didn't know what to do i went back home because i really had to think about what i was going to do and i was dating my high school boyfriend at the time and i was with his family and i remember talking to his cousin about it And I said, I really don't know what to do about psychology. I don't feel like it's 
going to work out for me if I continue this way. And she looked at me and she was like, go into speech therapy. There is a huge market and a need for speech therapists right now. You get to work with children. You get to be a teacher. It's great hours. It's great pay. You'll definitely find a job right out of school. And you're really smart. You could do it. So I looked it up online and I was like, you know what? I can do this. I'll be a teacher. I'll go into speech therapy. And that's what I did. I signed up. I went to school and I did really well. During this process, I had to do student teaching and I had one really good experience and one really bad experience. But the good experience taught me a lot and really showed me that I wanted to work with kids and be a teacher. And that was the path for me. And I was really grateful for that. And also during this time, I had started working with ARC. I was a respite provider for children with special needs. And funny enough, some of those kids ended up going to the school that I was student teaching at. And between those kids and the special needs kids, and I also ran Special Olympics, I was just so fulfilled. And during my last year of college, I went back home and I was looking for a job and I found one as a teaching assistant um, at a school for children with special needs. And I felt like, oh my God, this is going to be my home. You know, I'm going to come back next year and I'm going to have my degree and I'm going to have my certification and I'm going to get a job here and I'm going to stay here forever because I, I really like it here. And so that's what I did. I finished college. I got my degree. I landed a job as a speech therapist at the school that I was working for as a teaching assistant the summer before. And there I stayed for 10 years. In between that time, I met my husband and we actually met because he was a teaching assistant in one of the classrooms that I worked in. And I was single and he's a very good looking guy and he caught my attention and he was really sweet, and we dated for many years, and we got married two and a half years ago now almost, and we have our house together, and we have this wonderful life, and I'm very lucky that I pushed myself, or I shouldn't say lucky, I'm very grateful that I pushed myself to do all the things that led me up to this point, and during the time that I was teaching, I had gotten very sick and I was diagnosed with Lyme's disease and that was really hard for me and it's still hard for me in the fall seasons and winter seasons because it's something that just never goes away and my health started, my physical health wasn't the best. So because of the Lyme's and being chronically sick from this, I was very unhealthy and years later I was like thinking to myself, how can I grow more as a person. You know, I tend to ask myself on my birthday of every year, like, what have you done this year to improve or grow? And on this specific year, it was 2014, January of 2014, I decided to become a beach body coach. A friend of mine had asked me to get a program called T25, and I did that, and I kicked butt at it. I was really focused. I was watching The Biggest Loser. I was doing my workouts with my friend. I was eating right. And then I found out that there was this like coaching opportunity involved in there. And I just signed up to be a coach because I got a discount on my shakes. And I was really excited about that. And not too far into that time, 
I started to see that there was a business opportunity with Beachbody and I got really excited about it. In the first couple months, I was kicking butt. The basics of any multi-level marketing company are pretty phenomenal. I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't like pyramid schemes and this, and that, and the other thing, but when you start to work for one, you understand that the foundation, the principles that the companies are run off of are actually principles that you can use in your own business and are life lessons. So for instance, the company told, taught me how to network. They taught me, you know, to develop good reading habits, good sleeping habits, good character and personality traits so that you can be more personable with people. And I really flourished with Beachbody and I went through many programs. I did PIO. I actually became PIO certified and I was just really, really excited about everything. And then I got engaged later that year in August. So between my full-time job coming home and spending time with my fiance, wedding planning and beach body, I started to kind of spiral and I couldn't really focus. I still really wanted to be a beach body coach. I loved helping people. That's how I saw my beach body business. I was able to show people like, "Hey, you know, I know that I was never this obese person, but I was really unhealthy. I was at this point where I wasn't strong and I was weak and I was tired all the time and I was bloated and I had all these things wrong with my immune system that here I am now and I'm healthy and I'm stronger and you can do this. And when I connected with people, they really understood that. I meant them nothing but good. I really wanted to coach them and I watched them do well and that really uplifted me. I really liked that feeling. I would say in between early 2015, I just couldn't really juggle it anymore. And, you know, we got married and we went on our honeymoon and my grandma passed away about two weeks after my wedding. And that was really hard on me because we were very close and she didn't get to see me get married and that really hurt me. But I had such a tough time grieving that I absolutely at that point lost my focus with Beachbody. I didn't have enough energy to focus on my full-time job and Beachbody like I used to. I had to give all of my energy to my full-time job and my wonderful children that I was working with and I just couldn't find the energy anymore. And I think at that point I felt a little sad and I couldn't really recover and I needed to give myself a new goal because I had dropped out of Beachbody. I hadn't, I wasn't chasing that good feeling where I was accomplishing something anymore. And I needed to give myself something to focus on to distract me from my grief. And I decided to go back to school for my plus 60, which is something that some New York schools do. They credit you a certain amount of, of a raise if you go back to school and get 60 credits beyond your master's. And I had already gotten my master's in special ed with additional teaching certificates. So the only thing that made sense to do was go back to school for my plus 60 and get my raise and really try to focus on doing that before I finished my 10 years or at least try to get come close to it. So that was my life. I was working for about nine years. I decided to go back and, and go back to school so I can get my raise and I could focus on finishing my 10 years and be vested in my pension. We had bought our house. We were married. We were going to start a family. 
and everything was perfect. And then in early 2017, I had one morning at work changed the course of my life. And I'm going to get a little emotional talking about it because it's still very raw and I'm not going to get too much into it. But um, I was attacked by a student from behind at work and I suffered head, neck and back injuries. And my life has been so different ever since. This hadn't been the first time that I was injured at my job, but this was definitely the worst time. I was in so much pain. I didn't know what to do. So here I am at home going to the doctors and trying to figure out what the plan is. And because of what I suffered there, I wasn't going to be able to return back to my job at all. And that was a lot to process. I was currently in school getting my plus 60. We had this plan. We have this house. We have all these bills. You know, we have adult life. And now here I am in this situation where we're on one income and I have to leave my job and I'm in a lot of pain, and I'm always at the doctors, and we have no money coming in. And it was, it's been stressful. It's been really stressful. You know, I'm able to technically go to work now, but I have these limitations because of my injuries and because of my pain. It's hard to find work. I can't go back to doing what I was doing and teaching. I struggle because I. it's been a long time that I've had no purpose, that I've had no goal to work towards. And being the kind of person that I am, that's been really hard. Now I know that this is just the path that I'm on and I have to take it day by day. And just because my perfect plan didn't work out the way that I wanted, I have to get around it somehow because there are days where I struggle with anxiety of the future and of the past. I struggle with being really depressed about what happened. I struggle out in the community whenever I see people walking behind me or if I'm in a loud space. You know, I still have a really tough time and I just feel like I need something to distract me. You know, I used to have a dream of writing my own book, of owning my own business, and I want to get back to exploring what that little girl wanted. I don't want to wallow in self-pity anymore. Instead of feeling sorry for myself, or having that repeat narrative in my mind that this sucks and I have no control and this is unfair and what did I do? I I have to shift that every day. Every day it's a practice of shifting that and saying there are so many more people that are worse off than this. I'm very grateful to have my home and my husband and my family and my friends and their love and their support. And that's a, a thing that I struggle with on a daily basis. So my hope with this podcast is to meet people in every career field of every walk of life and get motivated and get inspired. And I want to find out what makes them happy. I want to find out why they chase their dreams, whatever it is that they want in their life, whether it's to become a mom, whether it's to be a social media star, whether it's to be the best real estate agent. It's just being happy and not hating your day to day. It's literally taking a second chance on yourself. And I wanna find those people and I wanna hear about them and I wanna get motivated and I wanna get inspired because I wanna be that happy girl that I once was before I was injured. I know that my plan has changed and now I have to change. I have to grow, I have to learn. And every day I have to work on myself So this is the beginning to me taking a second chance on 
my dreams and chasing what makes me happy and what I'm passionate about. Stay tuned for my first two episodes. Make sure to download them. I'll be talking with social media content creator Jessica Hirsch from Cheetah Eats about how she left her job as a full-time math teacher to a full-time food and travel social media content creator. And later, I'll also have Rob Johnston from the design podcast, Meet the Creatives, and we'll get some insight onto how he went from getting fired from his entry-level design job to successful podcaster who interviews the best in the design field. And if you know someone who took a second chance on chasing their dreams, please feel free to email me with their story or your story. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for joining me on my journey, and I can't wait to see where this leads me. Glorious, got a chance to start again. I was born for this, born for this. It's who I am. I couldn't forget. I made it through the darkest part of the night, and now I see the sunrise.